What do you do if your biggest claim to fame is using anti-aim tactics to keep your hitbox from getting popped by other gamers while big hedge funders are making billions of dollars betting against companies going through rough financial times? Well, if you just got your COVID stimulus check, you dump it all into GameStop, unnaturally puff up their stock prices and proverbially piss up the ladder to the uber wealthy, causing them to lose potentially billions of dollars because they bet against GameStop. And then there's Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden. So what we're going to be talking about today is, among other things like funny things that I find in the news, Trump, rah, rah, rah. We're also going to hear a little bit about the environmental holocaust narrative and what Joe Biden is doing to combat climate change. Remember, smash that like button. Please comment below. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Share this video out far and wide. And remember to go over to benjosephstewart.com and sign up to become a member. We're doing this because soon cancel culture may realize that I'm giving up some 411 that to them feels like 187 to the UN's ASS. Right here on Waking Infinity News. to Wall Street bets uh, and GameStop, uh, where the people are actually fighting back. Uh, the people are pushing back. Uh, it was sort of amazing, you know, I, I put out something uh, this morning and basically said, you know, it took less than a day for big tech, big government, and the corporate media to spring into action and begin colluding to protect their hedge fund buddies on Wall Street. AOC, AOC, someone who I probably don't agree with on much. Uh, gotta admit, it's really something to see Wall Streeters with a long history of treating our economy as a casino complain about a message board of posters all treating the market like a casino. She's actually right. When AOC and Donald Trump Jr. are on the same page, you know you, uh, effed up. Welcome back to Waking Infinity News. I'm your host, Ben Joseph Stewart. And yes, you heard me correctly in the intro. There's a brick and mortar store called GameStop. Their stock has been going down. Everything's going online. Brick and mortar stores, thing of the past, COVID-19, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happening now is interestingly, there's this thing where hedge funders can bet against companies. Usually you buy a stock, you want it to go up, that's how you make money, but now there's this thing where hedge funders, you can bet against a company if the stock goes down, you make a lot of money. And you know, if you listen to Tim Pool at all, he pretty much laid it out how you do that, and then you get people to go on the news, say, it's a bubble, it's about to burst, and people freak out, they sell, it goes down, and that's how they make their money. This has been known for quite some time, but the interesting thing is, Kids who have gotten their COVID-19 stimulus package, and when I say kids, I'm also meaning adults that are in their 20s and even in their 30s. So what seems to be happening is there's people who are into gaming that got their COVID stimulus check and they're dumping it into GameStop. So this is making unnatural stock price rises. It has gone all the way up to, I think, around $300 for a stock share. So hedge funders are freaking out because this could potentially just keep growing in this direction and hedge funders stand to lose potentially billions of dollars. I'm not going to say it's funny because, you know, people, people are losing out on a lot of money. What does that mean? It's not Ma and Pa who decided to put their retirement into um, short selling 
GameStop. It's not that. It's hedge funders, people who are doing very well off, probably own a lot of real estate. And these are assumptions. Yes, I agree. And again, no hardship is ever funny. But when you're watching the hardship of those who have helped at least rig the game against many for their own benefit, and you see their game kind of being upended, it makes you sit back and go, hmm, I wonder if this is a tactic that's going to get exploited even more. Maybe, maybe not. In other news, Donald Trump has created the office of the former president of the United States. This is in response to the office of the president-elect. Donald Trump now, I think it's in Florida, has the office of the former president of the United States. He had, what, 75, close to 80 million people that voted for him. That means these are people that many of them are die-hard Trump supporters, meaning he still has some kind of influence out there. Who knows what that's going to mean? If anything, it may just be some kind of you know, new legacy for his uh, public persona. A lot of people think it's disgusting. Other people think it's hilarious. I think it's just other news. Who knows where it's going to go? Let's talk about Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi and her husband dumped about, let's say, a million, well, some say anywhere from half a million to a million dollars into Tesla stocks. And then what do you know? Right after that, there's this huge initiative uh, Joe Biden, it's called the EV Initiative, the Electronic or the um, yeah, the Electronic Vehicle Initiative, and basically that's really going to help not just Tesla but any electric uh, vehicles that are out there. But the interesting thing is, is is that a conflict of interest? There are many websites that are saying it definitely looks like it is. But let's go deeper instead of just implicating. Nancy Pelosi and her husband for having insider information and making tons of money on, on what they knew was coming. Other people could have guessed this is what was coming. And there's other things as far as, um, you know, oil companies that are really scared of uh, what Joe Biden is going to do. But the main thing underlying all of this, the thing that you will never see in the news is what is the underlying narrative to the climate crisis? Because Joe Biden, he's getting tough on climate change and he's pushing for more adherence to the Paris Agreement. What is the Paris Agreement? Signed in 2015. Let's take a look at this video. What is the Paris Agreement? The Paris Agreement is a legally binding international treaty on climate change to limit global warming to well below 2, preferably to 1.5 degrees Celsius compared to pre-industrial levels. This requires economic and social transformation to face the climate challenges now and moving into the future based on the best available science. The Paris Agreement works on a five-year cycle of increasingly ambitious climate action. This may include information on adaptation and finance flows. The Paris Agreement also provides a framework for financial, technical and capacity building support to those countries who need it. Starting in 2024, Countries report transparently on actions taken. So the whole thing about the climate narrative, and I call it a narrative because I'm not a scientist. I'm not doing tests to see what's happening in the environment. I'm not testing to see if the climate is changing. There's a lot of people who get super uh, triggered, let's say. They're super offended if you say, well, I don't know. I have some questions about the narrative. And they're like, it's not a narrative. There's science behind it. 
I agree, there's always science, but I'm gonna show you some stuff. Unfortunately, I can't show you here. You're gonna to have to go over to Patreon, become a patron there. Um, but I would highly suggest going over to benjosephstewart.com, becoming a member there. That's where I'm eventually gonna push all of this stuff so it's safe from even Patreon because Patreon relies on YouTube and Vimeo. And my Vimeo account, for very strange reasons, has been um, suspended because of questionable material that I put on there. Strangely enough, I have, I've been very tepid in a lot of the topics, in where I want to go. Even on the deeper dive, I'm not going for the jugular yet until I get more members over there. So anyway, over there, I'm going to show you where it really comes from, the climate change narrative. It is a lot older than you think, and it has a lot more to do with one world religion and one world government. Now, before everyone thinks that, oh, you're talking Illuminati, these are all these old, you know, late 90s, early 2000 conspiracy theories. They're not just conspiracy theories, there's fact. The conspiracy theory around it is, are there a bunch of people behind closed doors that are shaking hands and saying, how do we screw the people over? I get it, a fake environmental holocaust. I don't believe that's the case. And I do believe many people in the UN and many people in these organizations mean what's best for the world. But I do believe that there is this conflict of interest. When we're talking about Nancy Pelosi, small conflict of interest. When we're talking about the climate agenda, that's a huge conflict of interest. But there is a solution. We do not need to make enemies. It's not the UN or Joe Biden or Al Gore. These aren't enemies. We don't need more enemies. We're already given by every other news station out there all the enemies we could ever want. We don't need more enemies. What we need is a fair and level playing field. So, have you guys ever watched Saved by the Bell? probably dating myself here but there was this episode where basically the whole cast and crew they were there they were going to go through some kind of warrior training ninja you know training or something like that obstacle courses and basically they had to split into two teams and so there was a coach that said okay Zach and Slater you two are the coaches of each individual team or you are the heads of each individual team you need to pick teams and here's how you're going to do it. Zach, you're going to pick the teams. Okay. And Slater was like, what the heck? Zach's going to make his team awesome and my team not so awesome. And the coach said, this is, this is my rule. Zach, you pick the teams. So Zach goes, all right. Um, <clears throat> it wasn't Slater because Slater was on the other team. He, he picked the best ones. Let's just say it that way. Um, and basically Slater ended up with Screech, I think Lisa, and, and that was it. And then I think Jess and the other woman, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting the names. I haven't seen that show in a while. I'd need to brush up on my Save by the Bell. So there was a good team and a bad team. And here is what the coach did because he knew this was going to happen. It seemed he was like, okay, Zach, these are fair teams. And Zach's like, yeah. And Slater's like, no. And Zach was like, yeah, these are fair. He's like, are you sure? These are fair teams. Of course they are. This is kind of where we're at, right, in the world. I'll get to the analogy and why it makes sense. And the coach was like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to swap the heads of the teams. So, Zach, you get Slater's team, 
and Slater, you get Zach's team. So Slater got the good team, Zach got the bad team, and Zach got the negative end of the kind of shady deal that he had made between the two teams. He didn't make them even. He made one really good and one not so good. Why am I talking about Saved by the Bell? Because I'm really hoping the stock prices go back up so I can make some of my money back. I thought that was going to be a forever show. What I'm really talking about here is if we get to say there is science that tells us what's going on. And a lot of people are saying, yes, but those scientists are compromised and they're in the pockets of major wealthy organizations and wealthy individuals that are pushing a climate holocaust agenda. Okay, here's what we could potentially do. And I don't know exactly how it'd be sliced down the middle and who's we and who's they, but here's what I say. How do we flip-flop and say, if that's your science, okay, but you guys don't get to say what we do about it. We, whatever the we is, the other side of the team, the ones who almost historically always get screwed and shafted on the short end of the stick, we get to say exactly how it goes from here. I don't know that that's a good idea. I, I have to be honest right up front. I don't know it's a good idea because here's where I do believe most conspiracy theorists go wrong. We believe that we could run the world so much better but we have no experience and very little information and we don't even research it. We're so busy on the hamster wheel, not our fault for the most part, but we're so busy on the hamster wheel that we wouldn't know the first thing to do and we would probably have so much infighting, nothing would get done. I don't believe it's a good idea for the general public to have the power to say, well, this is what we should do with all the world's wealth because I think we would make a lot of silly choices with that. However, we need to remedy the fact that the same people who are coming out with the science are in bed with the same people who are saying, well, this is what we're going to do about it. Very much so a conflict of interest. That is, in a sense, cloaked slavery, meaning we don't realize we're in a slave system, but we don't have the power and we have no say in the power and there's this illusion that we get to vote on it but we have to do it through a game that is very dicey and i'm not even talking about our elections i'm talking about everything that has to do with our voice even on social media cancel culture canceling people's voice out there election most people don't even believe it works anyway this was just this past election was just one episode of many episodes of the people don't have a voice. So Zach's team is winning. How do we make a swap? How do we give some voice back to the people without the people just throwing the pendulum to the opposite side? Because we don't need to use our hate to balance the equation. We need to use love and we need to find a way that love is actually intelligent. Not just a, I want us all to stop fighting. Can't we just get along? Yes, that's great. But we still need to figure out how do we keep the supply chains going? What do we do with all the infrastructure? If we're going to distribute wealth, which a lot of people are saying, how? How do we do that to where it doesn't screw over more people? And here's the thing. Who gets the say in it. Who gets to say how this is going to happen? Well, our supercomputers tell us, you know, we've run a bunch of simulations and this is how this will go. That's great, but that's your computer, your data, and I'm not allowed to see it. It's closed. It's not open source. It's not on a blockchain ledger where it can be proven across the board. So 
That's where I'm going to leave you because I want to go deeper, but I'm going to have to do it over in the deeper dive where I'm going to give you two older videos, interesting older videos, where back in the early 90s, all of this climate change agenda was being called out. These agendas were put forth from the 40s, very much so inked onto paper in the late 60s, and have been rolling in this direction through the Clinton administration, through the Bush administration, through the Barack Obama administration. And strangely enough, Trump wasn't doing much of anything in this. And guess who's back? Biden. Now, I'm not saying Trump was our savior. Trump may just have not known what he was doing. And I think he could have dealt with his own personal ego, the way that he talks, a lot of his quirks, the way he pokes and presses against people's trauma and trigger points. And other people need to deal with, stop being so sensitive. You don't need to care so much about what some person that you've never met is saying, right? But the big thing is, is we have Biden back. What's his big initiative? We're going to combat the climate agenda. If you want to know more, if you want to know what I really think, take the deeper dive. Go over to benjosephstewart.com and sign up to become a member. You'll see it on the homepage. If you go to Patreon, become a patron. Doesn't matter what you pledge, it is all appreciated. For those of you who have said, how can I support without giving you my money? Just keep sharing the videos. If you do have money to give and you feel it could benefit your brother or your sister or your community, give it to them. I'm building something, I'm doing it out of love, and I appreciate any and all support, but you need to do you. I feel your support. I feel all of your support. I just, in my last deeper dive, I just read off a whole slew of people who have donated. And in a way, this is incredible. What I really need now is for people to share this out. I need more exposure on these videos. And I would love to see you guys as members. Don't even have to pay. You can become a member of the Mysterium through the Wix app. And I'm on there all the time. We're talking about how to build better community in this brand new world. So love you guys very much. Remember to smash the like button, comment below. Please leave me your thoughts. I try and get back to them. I'm very backlogged on emails. Subscribe, share the video out, and I'll catch you guys next time on Waking Infinity News.